Hello, Horror Nights and family, and welcome to the second story from Whisper Down the Alley. I will be reading a scary story every Friday night in October in preparation for Halloween. I hope you are at home listening to this story with your headphones in, under a cozy blanket, and drinking something warm. 10 points extra if it's raining outside, but don't worry, let me set the mood and listen closely as I tell you the story of the text. The story I'm about to tell you is very real and very true. I changed my name and contact information to protect my privacy, and you'll soon understand why. I am still not sure what to make of what happened to me. Ghosts, paranormal, dark web, or someone or something messing with me. So please, listen with caution. It came around midnight one Friday night, and I didn't see it until the next morning. I was in my normal drunken haze that Saturday morning after a night out with friends, and it took me about a half an hour to check the text. I chugged a glass of water and raided the fridge for anything salvageable before hitting the couch to nurse my hangover. I grabbed my phone and went through the text and saw one without a contact, just a number. It simply said, Hey, it's Jessica from the other night with the wink emoji. I chuckled to myself, thinking back on how my charm must still work even when I'm blackout drunk. I checked my other texts and saw it was flooded with other first-name women I had haphazardly stored in my phone. I chuckled again and went to lock my phone, but before I did, it buzzed with another text. I saw it was from the same unknown Jessica, and it read, Sleep well? With a question mark. I looked around as if someone was in my living room with me and laughed at my paranoia. I went to lock my phone again and got another buzz with another text. This time it was a simple link and that's when I knew to delete the spam text and carry on nursing my hangover. I've seen these kind of texts before where bots try to scam you by offering NFSW photos and videos and I thought nothing of it when I deleted it. I must have fallen asleep sometime after because I woke up to my phone buzzing out of control. I assumed someone was calling me, but when I went to pick it up, I realized it was texts, one after the other after the other, all from the same unknown person or thing, Jessica, texting the same thing over and over again, sleep well, intertwined with, hey, it's Jessica from the other night with the wink emoji, over and over and over again. I scanned the text and the area code caught my eye, which was the same area code as mine, 617. I'd seen enough shows that said you can search a phone number and it'll give you some information about it. I quickly copied the number and went to the internet and hit search. What I saw made me turn cold. It simply said, Jessica, nothing else, no address, no photo, nothing. All the while the text kept pouring in. I guess I should tell you that I am a fan of listening to creepypastas and rubbing around on Reddit, so I didn't think engaging with this person or thing or whatever it was was a good idea. I quickly blocked the number and the buzzing stopped. I then deleted all the texts and put my phone down. It was quiet for about three minutes, and then I heard the buzz again. The same number. The same text. Hey, it's Jessica from the other night with a wink emoji.
I went to hit the block button again, but I noticed something strange. The block button was gone and the avalanche of text kept coming. I didn't know what to do, so I shut my phone off. The screen was black and quiet. My apartment was also quiet. I could only hear the rain hitting my window and the wind rustling the trees outside. I was suddenly so overcome asleep that I laid down again and felt myself drifting. I woke up and it was dark out now, and I realized the reason I had woken up because I heard a soft knocking on my apartment door. I heard it again and was trying to comprehend what was going on between the fog of sleep. I stumbled to my door and looked through the peephole, and what I saw made my blood run cold. It was my phone on the other side of the door, lit up and buzzing. My phone. I looked back at my coffee table to see that my phone was missing. I didn't want to believe that someone or something had come into my apartment when I was sleeping to put my phone outside my door. Then I remembered the knock and I quickly unlocked the door and looked down the hallway, but there was nothing. The only thing that greeted me were my neighbor's welcome mat and the low hum of the ceiling fans. I was again, once again alerted to my phone, still at my feet, still buzzing. I reached down to pick it up and was greeted with the same text. Hey, it's Jessica from the other night. I decided I had had enough when I dialed the number. This is my only clue to what was going on, and it rang three times before I heard something on the other end. It sounded faintly of someone breathing. I asked who this was and what they wanted and got nothing but the same breathing. I told the person, or whatever it was, to leave me the fuck alone and to stop texting me. I hung up the phone and slammed my door as I made my way back inside my apartment, unsure of what to even do, when I felt the buzz in my hand again. It was the number calling me back. I stared at the screen, my hand shaking, and I picked it up. I didn't say anything. I just listened. It was the same shallow, strange breathing. But then I heard someone whisper my name. Daniel, it's Jessica from the other night. And someone laughing. I found myself also laughing at the chaos of what was going on. And in that moment, I heard another knock. I ran to my door. My heart was beating, and I didn't even take the time to check and saw no one. I stepped out and looked down the hallway again and felt a sharp pain in my heel when I looked down. I saw a thumb drive with my name on it. I picked it up and looked around again but saw nothing. Now, as I said, I try to be cautious when it comes to things because of the creepypastas I listen to, so I didn't immediately run over to my computer and stick in a strange thumb drive. I guess I should also tell you, I am somewhat tech-savvy and knew the precautions to take with this strange thumb drive. Not to bore you with the tech stuff, I safely took the thumb drive, inserted it into one of my computers, clicked around, and what I saw made me sick. Hundreds of links that connected to something that will forever be carved in my head. There must have been 10, 15, 20 different camera angles at the inside of my apartment. I watched in horror as I saw myself in my living room bending over my computer in real time. I turned my head and looked up and saw my air conditioner vent. I looked back at my computer and started clicking through the rest of the footage on the thumb drive. The dates and months, even years listed. So much footage I felt lightheaded with the questions running around in my head. Who was doing this? Why were they doing this? Where was it streaming? Was I in danger? I felt the bile rise in my throat and couldn't control the anger and fear I felt. I heard the buzz of my phone go off again and I already knew it was from the same number. I looked down and saw the same message with the one new word. Run. I ran. I ran of my apartment and didn't stop. 
I ran until I couldn't feel my legs anymore. This was three years ago. I'm finally sharing this story with you because I feel as if it's safer for me now. The police report in the case has been closed, but I feel as if I still have little to no answers as to what happened to me. Police were able to trace the number, but it didn't give them any leads. Everything they got was a dead end. My old apartment was swept, and they were able to find 27 different microscopic cameras hidden in outlets, the shower head, light switches, the vents, everywhere. I would like to think that whoever this Jessica person is was trying to warn me, but maybe it was all part of some sick and twisted dark web game that I didn't want to be a part of. The police even reached out to previous renters, but they either never answered or confirmed they never received cryptic texts or thumb drives or ever felt unsafe inside the apartment. Even the landlord denied any involvement of what happened to me and came back clean when the police looked into him further. The police also tried to investigate the origin of the links contained in the thumb drive, but found nothing concrete, just a bunch of 404 errors and IP servers bouncing them around. I even did my own investigation, if I can even call that, but also came up with nothing. I posted my story on Reddit and found some similar stories, but nothing that gave me an answer. I even deep dove into the dark web to see if I could find anything, but found more dead ends, and found my way into rooms I wanted no part of. As I said, to protect my privacy, I changed my name in the story and used a different area code, and created a random email address to send in my story. I moved from that apartment and got a new number too. I have completely cut myself off from the world and my heart races when I hear my phone make any noises that I now just keep it off. I have become a shell of the person I was before and my paranoia is worse than ever. I hardly leave my house and now have lost contact from people I once knew. I guess I let this thing that happened to me take over my life and sometimes I wish I hadn't run like the cryptic text said to do. Sometimes I wonder if I should have just waited and let whatever was supposed to happen, happen. I find little joy in things now and have tried therapy and all, but nothing has helped me. When I can sleep, I am plagued with nightmares of running down dark hallways and I wake up in a cold sweat. I'm not sure if I will always be like this, but for the time being, maybe telling my story will help me come up with some kind of answer for what happened, or maybe help me deal with it. My story is not to make anyone feel unsafe, but I want everyone to be aware of what is going on in your home where some can feel the most safe. Well, there you have it, the second story of Whisper Down the Alley. Thank you guys for listening and stay tuned for my next episode. New episodes of Whisper Down the Alley drop every single Friday in October, and thank you for being here. Also, be sure to tune in to my main podcast where I talk about horror movies, the good, the bad, the new, and the old, with new episodes every Monday. And remember to stay safe and stay spooky. Also, you can follow me on my social medias if you want. Bye, guys.